0: What's up Trekkies? Brent here for Geek Variants. We are going to go boldly where no man has gone before and try to prove which sci-fi fantasy universe is the absolute best out of the three presented. Last week we covered Doom. This week we're going to cover your beloved Star Trek. Be sure to hit that lovely red subscribe button if you want to keep up to date on all things going on involving Geek Variants and our Sci-Fi Best Fantasy Month. Who will reign number one supreme overall? But enough of that, let's hit the opening, and I'll give you a little bit more details about the galaxy you know and love. As far as this is concerned, we're going to talk about who's got the best movie, who's got the best book, who has the most influential tv show or just the best critically acclaimed television show out there how far has your influence band past your own universe what do the sales look like for your universe because at the end of the day if you ain't selling anything are you really all that powerful and for six which game have you made or is attributed to your universe that gives you the highest level of credibility. These six factors, in my estimation and the estimation of my esteemed colleagues, will tell you who we truly believe is the greatest sci fi universe creation ever. As we now have gotten our criteria knocked out of the way for who has decided how our point scale is going to break out, for who's going to get points based upon what they believe each universe will come to present, let's give you some details about universe number two that we're talking about we talked about dune now we're talking about star trek and star trek was originally created by gene roddenberry and he created it for television in september the 8th of 1966 originally popped up onto nbc television and ran for a good long while however roddenberry's involvement was not long term he eventually had to sell off to viacom who then became nbc and then it got back to viacom then became nbc then it became paramount and you kind of get the point Star Trek has been thrown around to a lot of different entities. However, the main purpose of Star Trek has never wavered. Its message has always been consistent and delivered exactly what its central theme was, which has always been very, very progressive. Star Trek's theme of adaptation and moral issues being resolved within certain continuations of a certain episode or within a certain series, was one of the groundstone and groundbreaking things that the show did. It talked about real-world issues that were going on involving the 60s, like Vietnam, a lot of racial issues that were very, very much building up at the time, and they really tackled them direct and head on with many, many subvert little things where they said this, our plot takes place in a separate universe that has nothing to do with no town now. The fact that you're kind of piecing it all together as such has nothing to do with us. While they continue to talk about these progressive issues and really, really push that boundary of what a show could do and kept a lot of their exec heads who just weren't paying a lot of attention to what was overall going on with the show out of the picture, so it could run as it intended. And the way that it was intended to run, it ran beautifully. You got 883 episodes, 45 different TV seasons because of this one show. Star Trek is the largest catalog of sci-fi TV storytelling ever and it's not even remotely close. Star Trek has won hugo awards it's considered one of the best sci-fi shows on television ever no matter which series you take and to trekkies it's very very particular which series you take because they will fight and die by whichever series that they believe did the best for their characters in their correct universes because their timeline is about as messed up as star wars i think dune is the only one that is straight linear this one is a lot like Star Wars, where you have to go all over the place and sort all the pieces up based upon the continuations, who's writing it, whether it's the new adventure versus the old adventure, the old crew, the new crew, um, based upon the movie universe, the television universe. There's a lot to take in, so we're just going to break it into smaller pieces and just discuss the overall general themes of this. And the impact of this show is cannot ever be questioned. It has one of TV's first, not the actual first, which has been misreported so many times before, but it has one of the first multiracial kiss scenes on television ever. And coming from a sci-fi fantasy universe, that's not just progressive. That is light years ahead of where everybody else was at the time. The show's impact touched important people in power, including one very own Martin Luther King Jr., who allowed his family to stay up late to watch this show on Friday nights when it dropped because he truly believed in the power and impact in which the show had on people's lives. And ultimately, the actress who was involved in the kissing scene, Nichelle Nichols, I had to look it up because I'm terrible with names, was going to quit the show Star Trek she was like, "I'm it. I'm done. I've had enough. I can't do this anymore." Martin Luther King Jr. said, "I am your biggest fan," and she told him in private, "Hey, I'm I'm thinking about quitting. I I don't want to keep doing this." And he said, "You can't. You just can't. You have no idea the impact you've had on people out there, including myself." And from then on, didn't quit. Kept going on with the show as long as she could, and. Star Trek fans, I'm sure, are quite grateful that she continued to do her role and did a great job, and there were many iconic lines dropped from the show. Beam me up, Scotty, which has been misquoted time and time again, and I may have just misquoted it now, but that eventually led to Diatom nanotechnology. Star Trek invented something that became real and adaptable as part of today's advanced technology. The term "trekkie," which originally was like slang and insulting for Star Trek fans, became the norm and has become something that the fans have not only adopted but have used at their own cons. So, way to roll with the punches and just be like, we're we'll continuing to roll with this. And as we all know, the Vulcan salute, which has become synonymous with the show for many, many reasons. The books, not really a lot to talk about here. Um. The books were not critically well acclaimed, the comics weren't particularly well done. Even when you have Marvel, DC, Wildstorm and others have tapped in on this universe and try getting things done, nothing has hit critical renown. The sales have been there, people have enjoyed what's out there. I'm not saying they're bad, but when you're going for the best of the best, unfortunately the books and the comics that were written for this particular universe don't hold as much water as you really would like them to do for something that has been as progressive as it has in telling the stories that refuse to be told throughout time. Game-wise, they've released several iterations, mostly board games and a few computer games that are still going on today. However, none have also received national acclaim. They aren't getting the same traction that other sci-fi fantasy genre shows are getting, and it's a shame that it hasn't been done the way that most people would believe it is capable of being done. Star Trek has told a very diverse story over over the last, I don't know, almost 50, 60 years of different characters, different universes, different cultures, and how t- they tied everything integrally together, but just haven't been able to put it out in the game format as of this writing. I'm sure they'll be able to do so once they finally decide to release out more of their gaming rights. However, they have been quite profitable in terms of merch. They are one of the 20 most profitable franchises of all time in terms of sales. Number one being Pokemon, and number two being Disney. Being in the top 20 is nothing to scoff at. As Star Trek fans have had got a reported 10.6 billion dollars of revenue from Star Trek as of this writing, which is Absolutely nothing to scoff at, and I'm sure Gene Roddenberry is probably rolling over at this point in time if he's not collecting royalties of some kind based upon, I'm assuming he didn't sell for anywhere near what it was worth at the time that he eventually ended up selling this off to. Some of the main roots for Star Trek were current events mixed in with more grand stories to tell a moral story of how your characters would adapt, overcome, and become Overall, just better people through each and every struggle that they had to go through. And Star Trek did it beautifully in many, many, many episodes. 890 plus episodes, just for everyone to be aware of. Star Trek is absolutely nothing to scoff at. When you're considering trying to narrow down one of the greatest sci-fi universes of all time, of course this universe is going to be up for debate. And now... And now that we have Dune and Star Trek on this list, who else would you think would be in for our number three spot of greatest sci-fi universe of all time? Be sure to hit that lovely red subscribe button. I don't have anything else for you guys, the viewer, for this evening. So without further ado, beam me up, Scotty. I'll see you guys next week for our final contestant for greatest sci-fi universe of all time. Have a good one, folks.